This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Tuesday, July 28th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dwoskin. Matt, how you doing? Dylan, I'm hanging in there. We're uh, recording on Monday night, and the Cubs just blew their lead, so... As you've learned recently, uh, you feeling okay about that? Does that help you out? You're not really an anti-Cubs fan that much, are you? I, no, I, I got over my, 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 my Cubs angst about maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, but you hate Wrigley still. I can't stand Wrigley. I think it's the worst stadium in baseball. Yeah, hate Wrigley, but not the Cubs. Got it. No. Well, uh we're going to take a look at some DFS oh, picks for uh, Tuesday. Yes. Just, you know, it's it's so rare that we're on two days in a row together. That's true. Do you want to do any review? A review on Monday? I'll be honest. I worked uh, my other job, and I've not paid a lot of attention to uh, what went on Monday. But sure. Well, I, I know if you went with Wellington Castillo and Adam Eaton, you probably made money. There you go. We liked them. Yeah. Uh, Chris B. Young, had, he gave you points, but not much. Chris, yeah. Chris Bryant, points, but not much. Yeah. I liked Wellington Castillo, um, and I liked, we tried to find a White Sox guy against Joe Kelly and the Red Sox, and Adam Eaton was one of them. That was, yeah, I think it was the only White Sox I was willing to, to roll with against Adam Eaton. I'm, I'm sorry, against Joe Kelly. Yeah, we, we don't do full reviews necessarily with the sure. alternating host that much, but we're filling in for Brad right now, which is. Yes, that would be a good opportunity. Uh, Charlie Blackman, he had a game. Yeah. He points, but he didn't do much. We didn't uh, recommend Carlos Gonzalez, who is absolutely yeah. on fire right now. And there's certainly always talent there, and it's a good ballpark. I don't, I mean, it's not old enough to be done, you would think. But, uh, yeah, if you are a, a Carlos Gonzalez owner, things have been good lately, apparently. I'm, I'm a little annoyed about that, that Texas New York game. I thought there was going to be a lot, more, a lot more points available there, especially on the Texas side, and it just yeah. wasn't no. A fantastic 0 for 5 from our guy Rubenetto Dor in the, in the day. <sighs> Oh, did, did he get some kind of award or something, like Player of the Week or something today? He is Player of the Week, and he started off the next week in style, apparently. By going 0 for 5 with two strikeouts. Thanks, Rubnet. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to look at Tuesday, and uh, yeah, we got many more games to pick from. It was kind of a small slate on Monday. But um, on Tuesday, plenty of games. Matt, we're going to start at Catcher. Uh, I think we're going to be talking a lot about the Blue Jays versus the Phillies in Toronto. Adam Morgan against Felix Dubron. Um, I assume Russell Martin right off the top. Yes, hundred percent. That was the, the name right at the top of my list. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hear us talking about a lot of Blue Jays. Uh, yeah, and Russell I Martin have starts there. Blue Jays written down. Adam Morgan's left-handed. Uh, the Blue Jays ruin lefties. He's not a particularly good lefty, and it's in Toronto. So Russell Martin's obvious, but that's uh, for a good reason. Um, I also wrote Evan Gaddis gets C.J. Wilson, but the truth is C.J. Wilson isn't bad. So I don't love that. Uh, could certainly run into one, um, and he prefers lefties, but C.J. Wilson's okay. So Gaddis is all right. Um, Buster Posey gets Willie Peralta. That's not the platoon advantage. I just think he's decent, though. Uh, well, Buster Posey's, of course, decent. Willie Peralta's not special. He's a very average pitcher, so I could see Posey doing well, should you want to pony up for Buster Posey. And uh Matt Wieters gets Julio Tehran. And that's another one where Tehran has just struggled really bad against lefties. And uh switching Wieters should be able to do just fine. Tehran has like an 8-6-6 OPS against left-handed batters this year. It's been bad. So that could mean good things uh for Wieters. And then I had one more catch. I want to see if you had him, though. 
Okay. What other catchers you got? The second straight day I had AJ Prusinski. Okay, sure. How did that go for you on Monday? Did you see? I I, I can I can look probably right not. Now. Well, seeing as how Atlanta scored all of one run in eleven innings. Yeah. Peeking at the box score now, oh, where Pierzynski didn't start. So, oh yeah, so I don't look stupid or, or intelligent. I look nothing. Yeah, he didn't start. Hopefully, you did not go with. Hopefully, you check your lineups and did not pick Pierzynski. Yeah, if you did, if you did, it's on you. Yeah, gotta check your lineups. Um, so you like him tomorrow? He gets Ubaldo Jimenez. Why not? Right? Yeah, you know, you know, he has some tuned advantage. He does okay versus righties. He's old. He's yeah. Got a bad body, but he can still hit righties reasonably well. Yep, and it'll be oh. in Baltimore. And Dylan, it is in fact it is a Josh Fegley day. It's a Josh Fegley day. That was my last catcher. He gets a uh, Brett Anderson. You and I both picked Brett Anderson as Field of Streams pick. He'll should do fine against the A's. The A's are middle of the pack against lefties, so I like that start for Brett Anderson. Okay. But uh, it's a good day for Josh Fegley, if anybody's yeah. going to do some damage. There aren't a lot of uh, great righty bats in the A's lineup. Um, there are not. So, yeah, I like Josh Fegley as a sneaky pick there. I agree. Uh, how about first base? Where are you thinking? Where are you going? I'm sorry, I have E5 at the top of my list. Yes, another Blue Jay. It's going to yes. be a popular theme. There's nothing wrong with that uh, at all. Start with Edwin. Could put a charge into one against Adam Morgan. Um, I also had Chris Davis against Duran. Again, although Duran 866 OPS to lefties, that's, that's tough. So left-handed, uh, Chris Davis could do fine there in Baltimore. Freddie Freeman's back, gets Ubaldo Jimenez. Mm-hmm. That's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Um, so the White Sox, again, uh, have a good matchup in Boston, but this time they get a lefty in Wade Miley. And so I'm trying to find good right-handed bats in the White Sox lineup and Jose Abreu has had a disappointing year by his short standards, but he's still been good and he's still been especially good against, uh, lefties. So I think he'd still be a pretty good pick against Wade Miley. Do you agree? Probably. Yeah. You're not excited about it though. No, he's been, he, offense is so constipated. Yeah. He's not, he's not bad, but I don't know. He just set expectations so high that people are disappointed with him, even though his OPS is still over 800. But it's, it's, it's over 900 against lefties. Isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I would have, I haven't, I don't have it in front of me. It's still, it's over 900 against lefties. That still counts in DFS. People want dingers, but he's still producing. I, I don't know who's gonna drive in, but, yeah. Who else are you thinking at first base? First base, I had three other names. I had Adam Lind. Yes. Gets Matt Kane. Yeah. The corpse of Matt Kane. <laughs> it's not that bad, but he's not <laughs> been good. Zombie Matt Kane. He's not been good. He's, I'm worried he's on his way to pitch on like Verlander. I think we're already there. I don't yeah. think he's on his way. I think it's, yeah, it's, horrific. it's sad. It's too bad. It, it, well, th- this happens there. You know, he, what's going to happen is he's going to be bad this year. He's going to, you know, take a free agent contract somewhere eventually once he's off the, the Giants books and he'll be, and he'll put together, you know, lightning in a bottle season. Everybody, oh, the resurgence of Matt Cain. But for now, it's it. terrible. No. All right. So Adam Lind against him. I'm in on that. I have that written down. Who else? And on, on the opposite side, I do like Brandon Belt against Willie Peralta. Okay, sure. I have that too. I like both sides of that. Okay. And my my cheap play, I kind of like Ben Paulson against uh, Dallas Beeler in Chicago. Okay, I, I'm fine with that. Dallas Beeler will be picking on as well. Yeah. Um, not to date our podcast because I try not to do that and reveal when exactly we're uh, when we're recording. But I got my Twitter feed going right now, and we had an update about the Cubs blowing their lead. Chris Bryant walk off homer. Oh my yeah. goodness! 
Yeah, two run shot. Uh, and he's had a had Chris bad. DFS today. What's that? I had Chris Bryant in DFS today. Well, there you go. Congratulations. Yeah, he's had a bad month. He's been cold, and that's a good sign. There's plenty of power. Walk off two run homer. So that just happened. If you are checking your recording schedule for Field of Streams, we're recording on Monday night at the end of the Cubs game. <laughs> Yeah, so there's plenty of first basemen. How about a second base, Matt? What did, what did you see? Devin Travis against Adam Morgan? Yes, that was a top of my list. I gotta start there. We're beating this drum, but he's been good. I wouldn't check these guys. His OPS is over 900 against lefties. Like, it's, it's not necessarily automatic. You know, they're, I mean, it is automatic because they own it. They deserve it. Um, yes, he is still good against lefties as to like Devin Travis against Adam Morgan. And mm-hmm. the Phillies bullpen is, I mean, whatever. It's it's not one to fear. Um, no. How about Jason Kipnis against Chris Young? You like that at all? Yeah, you're going to pay through the nose, but it's fine. If, yeah. you, can for it. if you can put it in your lineup. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say no to Jason Kipnis when he has an advantage. Yeah. How about Jose Altuve against C.J. Wilson? Like it, a little bit less, but it's fine. He loves to hit lefties, but again, yeah. I don't want to pay full price when he's playing. You know, facing a good lefty. So, mm-hmm. it, it, good platoon advantage for Altuve. You wouldn't be crazy, but I think there's better. Um, your boy Colton Wong, it's Mike Leake. Is that yes. more in your, uh, your price range? That's, I, I would like that play a bit better than the Jose Altuve play, I'm not gonna lie. Yes, yes, uh, more of a medium price guy, still pretty good and, and a good matchup. Um, Zach Godley is pitching, we talked about him on Monday. Uh, Robinson Cano is, is shown signs of life. Robinson Cano is a good baseball player again. And <laughs> I could see Robinson Cano doing well against Godley as well as, more importantly, probably the D-backs bullpen, if they can get to him at all. Um, and the D-backs bullpen is pretty okay, so I could see Cano doing well. And then uh, do you like Scooter Jeanette against Matt Cain? Yeah, I, you could talk to me just about anybody against Matt Cain. I'm yeah, not it's not going to be exciting, but it's very doable. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then I guess, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Joe Panic against Willie Peralta either, huh? I had that on my list, actually. Yeah, it's also not exciting, but very capable. But so there's some options that second base for sure. Anybody else you like? I, I actually don't. I don't have any other second baseman. Okay, yeah. There's plenty of options. We listed eight. So if you can't find one of those eight, then I don't That's know what awesome. to do for you. And then how about third base? We talked about Chris Bryant. And we got some uh, pitching decisions getting figured out here at the end. Uh, Colorado sending out Johan Flande. I'm pretty sure that's not how you pronounce it. But if, you're gonna say, if you're going to pr- mispronounce it, do it with panache. Johan, Johan Flande. Johan Flande, who's a left-hander that you don't know much about because he's not very good. I know and he's bad. He looks like a spot start. He's His season high in pitches or in innings is five and two-thirds, and before that was three and a third, and there's a lot of one inning, two and some. It's a spot start. And then not only, again, got to think about these bullpens in DFS – the Rockies bullpen is not good. It's in fact really bad. So once he's chased from the game and shouldn't go deep, then those Cubs hitters can do really well. So you start by picking against the starter. Uh, we just talked about him. Chris Bryant, he's been cold, so it's not as much of a lock as it was before, but facing the bad Rocky staff might be exactly what he needs to, you know, stay hot after his walk off on Tuesday. Um, you like Chris Bryant there? Yes, very much. He's on my list. Yes. Uh, who else you got at third base? Actually, I started the list with Josh Donaldson. Yes. Another Blue Jay. You're going to pay a lot, but he is at home, which makes him amazing, and facing a lefty, which makes him amazing. So, yes. And he's not going to all of a sudden forget how to hit when they go to the bullpen and the Phillies take righties up there. He can hit righties, too. So, yeah. 
that's the obvious one if you can afford it. I might start a DFS lineup with Donaldson. Um, okay. Well, I just think he's, to see if I can afford it, be like, he's my favorite guy, put him in and try and build around it. Oftentimes I start with a pitcher, but I might play with it. Um, there's some other options though, like Chris Bryant, and then you can always go cheaper in the Blue Jays lineup if he's eligible. Uh, Danny Valencia. Oh, sometimes, your good friend Danny Valencia. You some, love him. Sometimes he's a third baseman, depending on your format, and that can be helpful. I like him against lefties. He will... I don't know we'll stay in the game the whole time, depending on matchups, but uh, he could face Adam Morgan and do well. Who else do you like at third base if you can't afford Donaldson? Uh, I said Matt Carpenter. Yep, sure, against Mike Leak. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that, sure. Uh, he always likes to hit righties, and he's very capable. Yeah, and the Reds bullpen is also bad, so go nuts, uh, Matt Carpenter. Um, I also wanted to mention, at Philadelphia Philly, Michael Franco gets Felix Dubron which is a good matchup for him. He likes it lefties, and he should do just fine in Toronto. So uh, I like Michael Franco. I like Alex Rodriguez against Martin Perez. Alex birthday Rodriguez, boy. Uh, birthday boy on Monday, hit a home run on his 40th birthday. Already has six homers uh, on his birthday, which is maybe first ever, I think is what I read. Uh, I don't know. Did you know that Alex Rodriguez is good at baseball? There's a lot of those stats. I heard um, that. Yeah, uh, congrats to him for homering on his birthday. I think he could do it again on Tuesday against Martin Perez. Um, any other names for you at third base? Oh, no, is it? Uh, I missed one. You missed one. Todd Frazier gets Jaime Garcia. That's a left-hander. That's, yeah. It's a Todd Frazier day. Jaime Garcia is sneaky okay, though, when he's healthy. So, I, But I don't know. I, we like Todd Frazier against lefties. If you don't believe in Jaime Garcia... I mean, I'm not sure we believe in him to stay healthy, but he's an okay pitcher, so he'd be all right. There's a lot of options there. Hmm. Okay, shortstop, one of the toughest positions. What are you thinking? Shortstop. I don't actually. I have three options that I really like. Okay. So I, I have some decent ones I like, but I don't know how many I love. Where, where are you going? Um, I'm starting with Carlos Correa. Okay. Yeah. Good day for him again. C.J. Uh, Wilson, who's decent. But not not a guy you have to avoid, sure. Other than said, it is in fact a Brad Miller day. Yes, it is against Zach Godley and the D-backs bullpen. I like mm-hmm. that. And I had uh, Johnny Peralta. Yes, Johnny Peralta day. Mike Leake. It's not the platoon advantage. Sorry, obligatory Johnny Peralta mention. But it's always good, you know, unless he's facing you know somebody you're really worried about. Like I wouldn't take him against Cole Hamels or against. You know, Clayton Kershaw or whatever, but, uh, yeah, he gets Mike Leake. He'll do fine. The Reds bullpen is bad. Johnny Peralta is a good pick there. I like that. I had, uh, Brandon Crawford against Willie Peralta. You like that? Brandon Crawford versus, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's fine. It'll be cheaper. Uh, Gene Segura gets Matt Kane. Again, if you want to pick Brewers against Matt Kane, I don't think you're crazy by any means. No, um, either. My last name is Jung Ogong gets Mike Pelfrey. No, your last name is Higgins. <laughs> you got me there. Yeah, that's true. I have I have no comeback for that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, my last choice at shortstop to suggest for this podcast is Jung Gung against Mike Pelfrey. Um, Mike Pelfrey's not good. It's not the platoon advantage for Gung. He prefers it lefties. I don't care. He can hit. He'll do fine. Mike Pelfrey's bad. The Twins bullpen outside of Glenn Perkins is bad. Uh, yeah, so if you want to go there and hope for him to have a good day against that staff, I'm fine with that. 
Mm-hmm. Any of their short stops for you? Uh, uh, Craig Miller Peralta in that order is yep. is what I like. Yep, they're some of my favorites too. I think that's mm-hmm. good. And then an outfield, my list is strangely short, shorter <laughs> than usual. Yeah, if you want to go with Carlos Gonzalez, who's red hot, uh, if you buy the hot streak, or more importantly, the healthy streak, um, I'm fine with that. He gets Dallas Beeler, and we know that Dallas Beeler is not great uh, and probably won't last long, so I'm fine with Carlos Gonzalez. We also like Charlie Blackman, of course, so mm-hmm. going with some uh, going with some Rockies, it's not bad. Jose Bautista is the obligatory Blue Jay, uh, or Danny Valencia, uh, if he's not a third baseman. But they'll do well against the Phillies, supposedly. Well, actually, Chris Colabello was still hitting lefties really well. You know what? Until he stops, like, keep rolling him out there. I don't think yeah. that's a crazy pick at all. He's not going to be expensive, or he shouldn't be. I would not call you nuts to take Colabello until he goes ice cold for a good three weeks. So, he's fine. All right. I looked for some more White Sox, and... Uh. I'm really searching hard. Visail has an OPS over 700 against lefties, which I guess only looks good when you're digging through the White Sox lineup. Um, it's Wade Miley. It's the bad Red Sox bullpen. I, I don't know. You're not sold at all, are you? An Avi? Yeah. I think against the lefty. Ta- I think there's talent there, but I don't. But not tomorrow. I want DFS. Yeah. I, I'm just trying. Like I'm not selling hard. I'm just like. I really want to find somebody to pick against Wade Miley in Boston, you know, and it's Jose Abreu, and I don't know who else. Um, so I have my eye on a VCL, but I can't tell you that I would pick him in my lineups either. Uh, how about Hunter Pence gets, uh, gets Willie Peralta? Not with platoon advantage, but Hunter Pence is good at baseball. I think that's fine, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, I, he's been pretty I, quiet because he really like, has not thoughts. played that much, but. No. Yeah, you don't sound that sold. That's fine. How about on the opposite side, uh, Ryan Braun or Carlos Gomez against Matt Cain? Right, I would be more sold on those. Assuming Carlos Gomez doesn't get traded, you know, pregame. Yes, yeah, but uh, it could do well there. Could, funny could story, I actually had one Uribe in a, a lineup the day he got traded. Uh-oh. Hey, you probably missed out on that one, didn't you? Yeah, because it happened like literally like two minutes before game time, and I was like, I I, I saw the green check mark next to his name, and I just kind of forgot about it. And I'm yeah, like, wait. that's a that's a bummer. Um, he's so gonna do bad. fine against lefties in New York. He'll be fine. How about Mookie Betts against Samarja? Mookie Betts has struggled with lefties this year. Hits righties. Are you worried about Samarja going into Boston? I think he's pitching to get traded. So no. Yeah, you think he <laughs> he's pitching to get away from Robin Ventura? Wouldn't you? He's like, oh man, this is my op- my opportunity to bail. Yeah, it's just my one opportunity to get out of this hole. Let's do it. Let's let's sh- let's try and save these last couple months. Um, uh, I suppose. I don't, I don't, Dylan, I don't, I don't know if you saw the story that that broke like during the White Sox game. Apparently, they're using this series against Boston to figure out what they're going to do with the trade deadline. Oh, good. This is this is a deciding one right here. If you can Apparently, beat the yeah, Red Sox, you know, forget the last you know ninety games or so. This, this series means everything. Oh boy. Well, Samarja may take that to heart against the Red Sox. Uh, yeah, I I can see your frustration. Um, yeah. What else do you like in the outfield for Tuesday? I think we, we got to mention Michael Brantley. We do, sure. I'm super okay with that. You like Michael Chris Brantley against Chris Young? Non crispy Young. Yeah, the the tall Chris Young. Yes. The the yeah the pitcher Chris Young gonna allow those fly balls and not miss any bats and 
Michael Brantley doesn't miss when he swings anyway. So it's going to be a lot of good contact there, and hopefully it goes for some extra bases for Michael Brantley. You can say the same about Brandon Moss or David Murphy, too. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Uh, I feel like Chris Young's a very volatile pitcher to match up against because he's doesn't allow a high BABIP, but the ball's off as a major fly ball pitcher. It's going to put him in play, and sometimes they go over the fence or in the gaps, and sometimes they get caught, you know, unlike ground ball guys. Um, I, I don't know. It's a whole fly ball, ground ball thing. It's more boom or bust with fly ball pitchers is what I believe, um, and fly ball hitters, so... Yes, I like Michael Brantley. I don't think you're crazy. Uh, and actually, it is a crispy young type. Oh, yes, that's true. It's the lefty Martin Perez. Oh, man. So both Chris Youngs. We got double Chris Young uh, attention going on here, for sure, for Tuesday. Yes, um, we got non-crispy and crispy. When we go for pitchers, you probably don't want to pick Chris Young against the Indians, right? Probably not, no. no. I mean, we haven't mentioned that many Indians, but I just think he's... He, First off, Chris Young in DFS is a stay away anyway. He's striking one out. Yeah, no strikeouts. The ceiling's pretty low. He would have to be up against, I don't know, the Padres or someone for me to even consider. Yeah. Any other outfielders? We we came up with more names than, uh, and, than I have. And we, we mentioned Danny Valencia. I, yeah. I, I love that in the outfield a little bit more than I like it at third base. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of good third basemen to pick from, and you need three outfielders. How, how, how do we feel about the Pittsburgh guys against Mike Palfrey? Um, I mean, I wrote Zhang Ogung. I don't think you're crazy at all to go with the outfielders. Uh, Gregor Polanco's been disappointing, but there's yeah. no reason Andrew McCutcheon can't do well. Uh, yeah. It's a good matchup for him. Again, the bullpen's bad is kind of where my attention goes there. When you're going with a guy with like McCutcheon who doesn't necessarily have the amazing platoon advantage, but uh-huh. the starter's bad and the bullpen's bad, and he can hit everything. Like, he could be in for a good day against the Twins. And then, uh, how about pitchers? Some of my favorite pitchers on this day, the problem is they're opposite each other. When I'd okay. see somebody I really like, like yeah, James Shields, James Shields goes to New York to get the Mets. That's a good matchup. But I like Noah Syndergaard against the Padres even more. So I like both sides of that. I like Syndergaard more, but I could see you picking each one would be fine. Um, and I'm uh, a little turned I'll, off I'll, because I'll, they face I'll, each other. No, like I can fix this problem for you. Yeah. Who's cheaper? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't have the prices in front of me, depending on your format, but does that feel like a push to you almost? Yeah, I just take the cheaper option. Yeah. If, if I really, really, really wanted to go with one of those two guys, I would just take the cheaper, just cheaper option and be done with it. Do we, uh, do we gotta invite your, your dog onto the podcast here? Um. Has an opinion. Which one does he vote? She, first of all. She, she sounds like a Mets fan. <laughs> so I take that back. She, she wants Cindergard. I said take that back right now. I apologize. Your dog does not sound like a Mets fan. Um, no, she's a Milton White Sox fan like her owner. What does the DeWaskin family think about uh, Jordan Zimmerman at Jose Fernandez? Go with Jose Fernandez. Uh, I like the matchup a lot for Zimmerman, you know, uh, against Miami. I definitely wrote that Miami. down. I was like, yeah, Zimmerman at Miami, that's great. And then I saw opposite Fernandez, and I was like, oh, no, that might be troublesome for run support, which you can't really bet. On like it's an asterisk, but I wouldn't really change my plans because of. But Fernandez is certainly capable of shutting down the Nationals too. So I think it might be another go with the cheaper one. You like Fernandez a bit more. Um, yeah, that, they're all options for sure. If you're in a format where you pick two starters, do not pick the two starters opposite each other. That's a bad idea. That's but, the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Yeah, don't do that. But uh pick one from each, or if you are in a format where you just pick one starter, yeah, grab one of those. Um, David Price goes to Tampa Bay against his former team, and you might say, yeah, 
David Price is awesome and the Rays don't score many runs. The Rays, this surprised me. I knew they were decent against lefties. They're third in WRC plus against left-handers this year. So they're actually pretty good against lefties. I'm not saying they're going to blow up David Price because he's pretty good, but it's not a great matchup for him. And no. if you're going to pay for the uh, the ace, you want to get them in a at least a decent or good situation. That's a bad situation for him. He knows how to pitch there. He might very well have a good day, but I would pass on what he's going to cost going to Tampa Bay because they're I, sneaky good against lefties. I agree. Um, and then we mentioned Brett Anderson. Uh, the A's are only middle of the pack against lefties. They're much better against righties. So he should do fine there, assuming he's healthy enough to make his start, which he should. Uh, yeah. So I like Brett Anderson as a cheaper pick. Any other pitchers that stay after you that you like? Yeah, there are. Okay. What you got? Kind of like Jaime Garcia versus the Reds, but the Reds actually do okay against lefties. Yeah, it's all Todd Frazier, right? Yeah, I think it, I think it would have to be, isn't it? Yeah, Todd Frazier is great against lefties, and Marlon Bird is another option. Uh, we didn't mention him in the outfield. Again, I think that Jaime Garcia is pretty okay, um, so I don't love that. But as long as Jaime Garcia can avoid getting hurt by Frazier and Bird, and also doesn't offer up anything to Jay Bruce or Joey Votto, which you would think wouldn't happen on the same side, but it's possible. Um, yeah, I don't mind that at all. I like Jaime Garcia. He's effective when he pitches. And, and I think we, we both agree, you know, Iwakuma is better than his numbers, right? I'm just worried he's old and hurt. How old do you think Hisashi Iwakuma is? He's 34. Is he? Uh, oh, he is 34. Okay. I was about to make a point that I was way wrong on. It's a Japanese 34, so... I, th- I thought he was, like, 37. Yeah, I stand corrected. I was about to be like, do you know how old he is? Turns out I don't. Um, that's still relatively old. Uh, yeah, he's definitely better than his numbers so far. That's for sure. No, yeah, yes. he's, he's, he's a Japanese 34. Yeah. His ERA is 4-5. I think he's mm-hmm. better than that. I don't know that he's going to be, like, as awesome as he was in recent years. By any can, means. Can, I, can I explain my Japanese 34, please? Yes, yes. Let me yeah. hear about your Japanese 34. What it is is, you know, in, in Asia, you know, the pitchers, you know, they train and train and train and train and train and train until they kind of just fall apart when, yes. when they turn 30. Yes. So, There's a lot of miles on the arm, you would say. Yeah, they're a, typically Asian pitchers when they, you know, when they, just because of the training regimen that they have, you know, in the Asian leagues, mm-hmm. they kind of fall apart when they get older. That's yeah. we've, we've kind of seen that, you know, kind of play out, like, yeah, you know, in the last you know, say twenty years, that we actually had Asian pitchers in the major leagues, where they get these guys who are on the wrong side of thirty, and they just kind of fall apart. Unless you're a crazy one like Takashi Saito or something that pitched forever. He was a reliever, though. I mean, that's a bit different. That's true. He pitched forever. I mean, uh, even Uehara, you know, he he transitioned to the bullpen kind of because he had to. Yeah, he yeah. was he was you know he was headed down the same path because he. You know, he was, you know, the ace of the national team. He was the ace of the, the biggest club in, in the league, in mm-hmm. the league. And he just threw and threw and threw and threw and was falling apart by the time he got to the U.S. Yep. That makes sense. So, so the point you're making is that Iwakuma could fall apart, but he's still better than what he's doing so far. I don't know. He, his last three starts have actually been pretty good. You know, four runs over the last three with, right. You know, going pat, in, into the sixth inning of all of them, including an eight inning shutout of, of, the yeah, he started out ugly. He's figuring out. Last three starts have been good. He's still showing good control, which has always been walking, his thing. Uh, it's, I think it's been more like fly ball related. He's, he has ten homers from like forty innings. So yeah. I, so I, if he can start to keep, so he's right-handed, which is good against the D-backs, which is who yes. he gets on Tuesday. It'll be in Seattle. 
Uh, yeah, I think he's fine. Uh, he could probably, hopefully, have a cheaper price too. Uh, push this price. The H's for Seattle. I'm sorry. Who do you think the H's for Arizona? Um, off the top of my head, we can look at who it is tonight. Might give you. I guarantee it's somebody bad. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be great. Um, their DH on Tuesday is Aaron Hill. So I, okay, whatever. So yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah, nobody you're worried about at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the D-backs can score runs, and they have a lot of guys that beat up lefties. And Paul Goldschmidt is always scary, but. Uh, I like um, I like Hisashi Wikuma as a right-hander against them too. You've kind of talked me into it. I don't love it, but it has my attention. Good. I think if you want to get sneaky, um, and get a guy that's underperforming, yeah, uh, not crazy to go with Iwakuma. Any other starters you see on there? Uh, no. I honestly, if I'm building a stack, I think I I would roll with Iwakuma. I wouldn't be afraid to roll with Iwakuma, yep. and I would probably pick one of the aces, whoever's cheap. Yeah, Iwakuma. Um, not David Price. We say Zimmerman or Fernandez or Shields or Syndergaard. I like. All I would those. probably go with. Either Zimmerman or Syndergaard, honestly. Yeah. There you go. Well, that should wrap it up for us for Tuesday. Um, Matt, we back here on Wednesday. Are we going for a three-peat, three in a row? I could do that. I, I, sh- I should be around for that. Yeah, we'll we'll so. confirm that schedule, but I'm pretty sure we'll be back. And then Brad will probably be back on Thursday. We're, we still got to check in with so, Brad. So, you know, there aren't any you know, emergency trivia games yes. or, I don't know. Maybe Our maybe. very busy schedules. I might have, yeah, you know me. We'll, uh, we'll get things straightened out though. No matter what, we will have an episode every day this week. Uh, but yeah, that should do it for us. For Matt on Twitter at MattDFP911. I'm Dylan Higgins on Twitter at HigginsFOS. We'd love to hear from you. As always, make sure to holler at us. And, uh, yeah, that should do it for us. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. <laughs>